Welcome to Conversations with Ask Ash. Conversations with Ask Ash focuses on people, processes, and outcomes. Ashley dives into everyday conversations around work efficiency, team productivity, and project execution. Let's get into the show. And now, your host, Ashley Schuler. What's happening, everyone? And welcome to Conversations with Ask Ash. If you have been on this journey with me, this is the power of team. This season is all about what it means to have a team, what it means to hire, what it means to lead a team, a leader, and do all the things that maybe you don't think you know that you're doing. All right. So we have so many um, incredible guests this season. And listen, I've got an all-star cast today. Yes, I do. I have an all-star cast today. Um, I These this company, this team um, is just near and dear to my heart. Uh, this person I always reference in other spaces as the forever business coach and the team um, that I just love to be a part of. And we have Team System Save Me with Jordan Gill. We got um, other individuals. We're going to get them to introduce themselves. So let's go. Let's go around the table. Let's start with Christy. All right. Well, uh, my name is Christy Carante. I am the project manager at System Save Me. And yeah, I guess that's it. I don't know. What else do you need to know? <laughs> Listen, we're going to get all into everything, Christy, but you did beautiful. Thank all you. All right. Next up, Trina. Trina, I tell you, we got stories on her. She's great. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you put that. <laughs> She's great in there. Okay, so I am Trina Walker. I am the team court plus um, relationships coordinator. So what I do is I take care of the inbox. I take care of Jordan's schedule and getting her on podcasts like this. I also take care of the gifts that we send out. Uh, I take care of sending out birthday cards. I take care of... Um, <laughs> so many different things that most of the time I just can't even remember all of them, but they're there and they I, keep me busy. I love it. You get, you, 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 every, like the nooks and the crannies, Trina. Yes, all the, the nooks, nooks and the crannies. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Alice, come on, word stylist. <laughs> Trina's just like going through what she has done today. There's so much more <laughs> on that laundry list. Uh, but my name is Alice. Uh, I'm our growth manager here at System Save Me. And uh, basically, to shorten it, means I'm responsible for like all of the outward facing content that you see. And then also our partnerships in terms of um, sponsors and affiliates and all that good stuff. Oh, man, that's exciting. That's really exciting. <laughs> all right. We have none other than, listen, she signs her emails like this. So I, you know, people, if you're not a part of the email list, listen, this is the head honcho. The head honcho of System Save Me, Jordan Gill, who's in the building. Let's go, Jordan. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited to be here, especially with my team. I shout them out and talk about them all the time. Uh, so it's exciting that they get to be a part of this with me. Uh, I started System Save Me back in 2016 by myself. And uh, now we are a team of 12 employees. I just looked at the numbers recently. And I believe if you count contractors, including HR, lawyers, things of that nature, uh, we're at about 20. <laughs> so we are, we're growing and I love it. Um, and I know a lot of people, big teams scare them. And I was semi in that boat, but I always knew when I, when the right people were on the team, the right people were on the team. And if that meant that there were 20 amazing right fit people, then there's going to be 20 
amazing right fit people. So super excited to be here and talk about my team, shine a light on them because uh, they are definitely the people who make it go down uh, and make things happen. And I'm just so, so grateful um, for all of my team, uh, but especially these three individuals who are here today. It's exciting. It's it's exciting to, you know, again, hear about the fantastic work um, that, you know, System Save Me is doing, the impact that you guys are having with the Done and Day program. And we're going to get into that as well. But here's what I'm always curious about, because, you know, Jordan, you said you started by yourself. It's just you. It was just you. Right. But the question is, how did Christy, Trina and Alice find you? Like, how did y'all get into the was it like a little, like a hunt or like, what was it like? How did you find them? Like Christy, how did you find Jordan? Like, Let me just tell you, um, it was a godsend at the right moment. <laughs> um, so I, uh, was working in corporate America before this. And, um, obviously I absolutely loved my job. And if you don't hear the sarcasm, that's there. <laughs> um, and I was, looking for a different job. I, uh, my background is in fitness. And, um, so I was a coach. I kick, I did kickboxing and I saw, I saw a coach position actually for her program applied for it. And, um, was like looking up, I was like, this is so cool. I was like, I have no idea what VIP days are, but like, this just sounds really cool. I'm all about hyping people up, especially women and in their business. And, um, Needless to say, I, short story in case you didn't know, um, I didn't get hired for that. (laughs) And and so I was like, no big deal. And then I saw this project manager position come up. I was like, this is my calling. Like, this is why I didn't get the coach position because I need to be a project manager. I need to get stuff done for her. And like, I, I mean, I was scoping out the positions for, for system save me. And now I'm here. Trina probably remembers. I was like, I think it's Christy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you're supposed to like say that, but okay. Like we're just going to keep rolling with it and like interview everybody, you know, like the official way and whatnot, you know, Trina's great about that. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's so funny because it is, uh, Christy would have been an amazing coach as well. And I think that the project manager position, she just like stood out as a rock star, like immediately in the hiring position. So um, so we're very glad that she gave us a second chance <laughs> at joining our team for sure. Well, she wasn't going to say no to me the second time. So <laughs> I okay. Was, I, I was like, you know, I, I was all about it because after, you know, you, you, you do your research on the company. Right. And so I, after doing my initial research, I'm just like, I really like this company. And I remember telling my boyfriend, like, I really, really want this when, when I got applied for the project manager I was like I really want this I want to work for Jordan it sounds like such a great community and a great space and I know I know I'm going to thrive in this position too because this is what I was meant to do oh I love that I love that and uh I think that's special to be able to say all right we're gonna do a second time around (laughs) we're gonna do it and I love that so so Trina tell me um how did you find Jordan how did that what's that origin story Well, it was the beginning of 2020 and I just got off the last safe cruise, (laughs) but I had applied before I went on the cruise. So I bought like data and everything so I could like watch and see if I had a response. And um, nobody knew how serious 
the COVID-19 was at that time, right? And so I got back and I, after like 27 years in a law firm environment, that was really not good for my mental health. um, I quit and I became a massage therapist. So I was massaging at a local spa and doing little side uh, contract gigs at home. And I said, I think I want to have like a better (laughs) job for home. And so I just applied. And so I was hired and I started, what, 10 hours a week and slowly grew my time. But um, the spa was like, um, you know, if you come back, we're not responsible if you get COVID and have a lot of problems. I never I never told you that, Jordan. And so I was like, "Um," that's when I told you. That's when I said, if you want me full time, (laughs) I'm available. And so that's how I ended up there or here. Right, right. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love how the the 10 hours just slowly creeped up and like, there's more and more. (laughs) And much, much more. And then much. Oh, I love that. That's so good. And so Alice, Alice, yeah. How'd you get into the to the stratosphere? Well, I've been with Sisson Sydney for since August 2019. So for a while now. And um, happy to say that our growth team has been like going since then, like Taylor and Katrina came on shortly after. So it's been really cool to have been working alongside them uh, for a while. But I heard of the position. I, like Trina, started at 10 hours a week and um, kind of similar to Christy was coming from a background of um, yoga and something completely different, Um, had a background in like ad agencies um, and that life before then. So many lives kind of coming together, I guess. Anyway, I heard the job posting because Jordan and I went to college together and we like briefly knew each other. Oh. I would say like pretty like base level, you know, we knew who each other were and um, we're on the same study abroad, but weren't, you know, close friends or anything like that. Um, but she was closer with one of my good girlfriends. And so I got a hold of a job posting and it sounded like something that I would super be interested in just as far as kind of what I was wanting to come back to at that point in my life. And then the whole interview process, I was just like, yes, oh my God, systems, wow. Like, first of all, like there's a word for the organization that I need and it's systems and like just every single thing has blown me away. And yeah, being here now going on like two and a half years, it just feels like Jordan's impacted my life in a lot of ways, not only just having a job, but yeah, bringing systems to my life, if you will. Oh, I love that because it's, it, I think it's so true. Just being able to to build your life in so many different ways um, with systems, right? And not just in some of the technical ways, but just in different ways, which I love that. I think um, one of the things, Jordan, that I marveled at, oh, just so that folks know, just for context, um, because I was at the point of knowing you from when I'm on coaching, Right. We went on a coaching. You were in another group doing a um, a guest uh, interview type thing. And I was on my way <clears throat> leaving something. I don't know what I was doing, but I was leaving something. You started talking about VIP days and I I was trying I was trying to make a turn. But as you started talking about what VIP days were, I went into a neighborhood. No doubt. Like I went into a neighborhood and parked in front of somebody's house to to you. And VIP days. And I know the neighbors are probably like, who's this woman? <laughs> like, what, like, what's going on? That was my introduction to VIP days, Jordan, you doing the one-on-one. And, but I know exactly. So when I was in Done in a Day, March, well, it's been two years. So now it's March, 2020. You started saying, you were like, 
I'm rapidly hiring folks. You were like rapidly hiring folks. So Jordan, how, the question is, how did you know when to hire? And also, and, and also like who to hire? Like, how do you know that? Because I feel like you got some sort of thingy. <laughs> you, know, you look back and you can reverse engineer the madness that is my brain. Uh, and, and I'm a pretty, I, I used to think I wasn't um, comfortable with risk. But then when I look back on my life, I'm like, actually, like, I wouldn't say I'm comfortable with risk, but I, I will do risk if I feel like there is a big enough reward. And uh, the first person I hired was Alice. Um and I knew that it had to be a marketing person because I can hold down the operations for it if push comes to shove, obviously with the systems background. So when it comes to between like ops and marketing and all that stuff, like marketing is the first thing that's going to get taken off my plate. Uh, and Alice's background of having done all my magazine um work with editors and having worked with the team before that was what I was really looking for as well as she had had her own yoga retreats business so she understand business enough she also again helped our mutual friend um, create blog posts that directly related to sales so it was this like perfect mix and obviously then her being a recommendation and me having like familiarity with her was like oh great like this will be this will be really good and so um, I hired Alice and immediately was like, okay, we need to find a graphic designer and a video editor because I'm not going to have that expectation on you to be this like magical unicorn who can write and edit and like make beautiful designs like that. I think that's where a lot of people mess up <laughs> is they have that expectation on their marketing person. And then that poor person is just not able to be great at anything because they're so pulled in so many different directions. And so having her be supported by, you know, Katrina and, and Taylor. Um, she just like really flourished. And at the time she came on, Done It a Day did not exist. Um, it was, we were doing some stuff uh, called Team of One and then I was doing one-on-one -on -one, uh, mentoring. And so Alice has, has been a road dog and has just <laughs> gone along with <laughs> the, the train um, of whatever we're doing at any given time. And she's just really great at understanding how to position things and how to really pull people in and attract people. And ever since Alice has been on my team, we have not had an issue with marketing. So it's for me, the choice to have a marketing person, specifically Alice first as my hire was a hundred percent the correct decision, because again, I can hold down the operations for it. Um, and then when we were selling Done in a Day for the first time and Ashley joined as well as 16 other individuals, I knew right away it was like basically Trina's position and then a coach were my next two. I was like, I'm going to need somebody to be able to wrangle my schedule and keep track of all the relationships that I've built over the years and just be able to hold that part down. And then also somebody who's going to help me coach. Um, and whatnot. And then literally that next month, I hired a project manager who is not Christy. It was somebody else at the time because all of a sudden now I have a bunch of people. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm be like, no, don't talk to me. Like I don't have all the answers. Um, even though I did, but that, that, that's where then people are like, oh, I have like six people all of a sudden all coming to me and like needing things. And that's really where you need to pivot and have that project manager. So from a trajectory standpoint um you know I kind of I tend to hire in threes apparently now I hire in like fours or something I don't even know um but uh <laughs> it 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 helps because too with onboarding and things like having to <clears throat> explain yourself multiple times again and again and again with new people uh 
can get a little repetitive. And so I'm like, let's batch, which again, no one here is surprised that, that I batch higher now, uh, where it's like, okay, there's a few of you who are, are coming in and you have kind of like your hiring buddy and, and whatnot. So that's kind of the trajectory was marketing was my least strong suit. And that's what I hired for. Usually most CEOs and visionaries, their strong suit is marketing. And so I would then tell them to actually hire an ops person, like hire for your weakness, because you'll be able to hold down the other fort for a while. And I held down, you know, the fort with Trina, me and Trina, I was totally a bottleneck. Um, but mm-hmm. me and Trina held it down between different project managers and things like that um, for a while. But it, um, yeah, it, it became very apparent that we needed a really strong project manager and that actually systems was ne- was needed to come off my plate. Not because I was becoming bad at it or anything like that. It was, I was the bottleneck. Like I could mm-hmm. not, my team could not move forward because I was in the way. <laughs> um, and that can be hard on your ego as a leader because you're like, but I'm good at it. And like, I enjoy it. Don't, don't, I don't want to let it go yet, <laughs> but you got to get over it um, because that's stopping the growth of the business and therefore stopping more benefits that your team can have and more team members that you can have and all those sorts of things. So it's like, okay, this is silly. Um, and so we really built out then um, someone else on our team, Cole, who does our systems and things. Um, and probably our most common hire is the coach position. And that's because we have one program done in a day and we've hired, we currently have, again, I just looked at the numbers earlier today because I was talking to somebody. Um, we have technically seven coaches <laughs> um, and uh, two of them are are not full-time with us um, and whatnot, but we we're very hands-on as a program and I will always be that way. And there's definitely people who are like, I don't want that many coaches and whatever else. And you can totally do that. However, you're going to then have to sacrifice some of the hands-on approach that we have. Um, but for me, I, I would much rather just continue to hire coaches and, and keep the hands-on approach. So sorry, that was a long answer. No, don't, don't apologize because what I pulled from that was uh, one thing, which is you have to hire for your weakness. Uh, that's that's one thing. And then two, understanding also having a vision because lots of the leaders and team members I've been speaking with have been talking about having a vision for what it is that you are doing and where it is that you're going towards, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that is really important just for leading and managing any team. So no, that was perfect. One of the things that I've always admired in your Instagram stories, Jordan, is bringing you guys bring in guest speakers into the team. And so this aspect of developing your team and team culture, what is you envisioned for your team members? Like, like, why would it be important to bring someone in to speak about mental health or, you know, or give another perspective about something? Yeah, totally. And yeah, I would love to get the team's perspective on this too, because when we're hiring, we very much are expressing like, we care about professional development. Like we care about your growth. If you want to learn a new skill, let us know if you want to, whatever, that's, that's very important to me. Uh, and we, I feel very lucky in a lot of circumstances because Alice and Trina came on as contractors and because that's definitely where I was in my business. I was not ready for employees right away. And 
I was really grateful because I had continuous conversations with both of them on like, hey, like, do you want more hours? Like, hey, do you want to like stick around for a while? <laughs> like, hey, do you want to be an employee? Like, what does that look like? What do we need to like create in order for those things to happen? And so most people, when they hire contractors, they do not actually want to become employees. Um, again, so I feel very lucky and blessed that, you know, that Alice and Trina both were comfortable making that transition and that they're like here to stay and are a, a really integral part of our company. Christy, I'm very grateful for because we also have had very conscious conversations about where we see her going in the company and whatnot. And so her growth path is like, she's going to be running the company like one day. And so again, she's not like, she's not there right now. Right. <laughs> close. Um, but okay. If that's the goal, how are we going to make that happen? And like, how are we going to be intentional about the steps that we're taking? Same thing even with Alice too. Alice she was doing it 10 hours a week is very different than what she's doing as a full-time employee now. And where she's being projected to as well is like, hand, I mean, she basically handles all the marketing anyway, but from a marketing strategy standpoint, getting her out of the execution and what does that look like? Who else do we need on our team to hold down the execution for it so that Alice can stay in her zone? So um, I, when it comes to team development, it's very important that not only as a team, you know, internally and culturally that we are getting to know each other and how we best work and, and whatnot. It's also like, I need everybody on the team member to become more and more self-aware because if, if you don't know what you need, I can't guess. And if you don't know where you want to go in this company, I can't guess. So it's important that each of the team members are growing in their self-awareness for life too, right? Um, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a blend uh, for, for most of us. But, you know, I, I want them to be able to self-advocate for themselves and be able to say, hey, like, I'm doing these things legitimately and, like, I want to take this over. Or, you know, I see this trajectory happening and, like, I want to be a part of it. And I can be like, well, this makes sense because when we had our team development, this was a, a strong suitor of yours or a strength of yours or whatever the case is. And and I'm very big on open dialogue. I'm not interested in people being on my team who hate their position or even dislike their position. Not interested. So I try to keep really close tabs on if, they're, if something's all of a sudden not working anymore for one or both of us, we need to have a conversation about it and either adjust it or... Like, again, get a plan in place to know that we're going to adjust it. I love to add on to that because I, I think one of the things that um, Jordan hasn't said, and I, I know she knows this about herself, but she is so incredibly open to, I know she said open communication, but I mean, even more so than what people think, like people think of open door policy and then you're just like, yeah, but there's some things like I can't really say, but she really opens that line of communication. So you can really say, you know what it like in the next couple of years, like I really want this to happen and, or this is what I want to do. And having that open communication both ways, because then she gives the feedback of, okay, well, this is where I see your strengths. This is where I can see you growing. Um, so how do we get there? And it's a collaborative piece versus just her telling us like where we're going to go. Or even then, if I wanted a completely different position saying, you know what, I'm not really happy with what I'm doing now. And I really would love to do this. 
I feel confident that Jordan would either create a position for me or she would mold things around to make sure that the people that she believes in and trusts in is happy and can stay on her team. Oh, I, I mean, I think that's that's so powerful, this aspect of um, understanding and communicating like what the vision is and not being closed off about. So I'm interested from Trina and Alice in terms of like your team development and growth. What is it that you've looked at? Um, what is it that you've asked for? You know, how does how does that work? Um, I really love the team development because I do have a background in personal development coaching as well. We're all in different cities, different time zones, all that. We can, I always say the best way to get to know people and to really kind of gel with people or to sit down and eat together. We can't do that. So <laughs> our sit down to eat together once a month is our team development sessions. And we have a wonderful facilitator, Diane Mayer. And she comes up with something that always seems like it's right on target every month. And through those interactions, we sit together on a Zoom. It's 90 minutes. And we learn about each other. We learn, we take personality tests and we're able to get a hold of the type of personality so that we can adjust our communication style for each individual. You know, I, I know that, you know, Jordan is, uh, what is it, the Lord type? I forget which one. Is that the wealth dynamics? Yeah, the Lord. She doesn't want a whole bunch of details. She just wants it done and like the, the headline. So that's all I'm going to give her. Where other people, um, like our new tech person, more understand the difference. And I really appreciate that because part of the, the reason why I was so, um, I had such a hard time with the regular office was because you didn't know each other on that. It seemed like you were battling your team members because there was hidden agendas or hurts or something like that. And Oh my gosh, I, would have, I was in it for 27 years. So for me to be in this environment, it's like work heaven. I love that. Uh, Alice. Yeah, kind of reflecting like what Trina said about our team development sessions and that being not only our chance to like sit down and have a meal together <laughs> virtually or um, even just to get to learn about each other from different angles. It's also like a built-in time to step back and even when we are in the busy times it's like okay no this is scheduled for a reason like let's get out of the dailiness and all of the tasks and crossing things off and just spend 90 minutes kind of thinking about bigger picture things whether it is you know communicating as a team and um, learning how we can support each other better or if it is kind of like our role within the company and how we see like maybe different strengths and different things uncovered in those sessions um, that can like help us understand um, kind of like what Christy was saying, you know, where we are kind of going within the bigger picture and always kind of playing toward what we um, enjoy most and kind of where we're able to shine most. I, I really like that a lot, this aspect of the, the team development because everybody's growing, right? And everybody's is, is different. And just like uh, Trina said, because you guys are in different seasons, time zones, you have to be intentional with knowing who people are. So I'm, I want to know, how do you guys support one another? Like, how are you guys intentional with like Christy, Alice, like Trina, like, like, how are you guys like knowing who you guys are? Like, how do you guys do that? How do you guys navigate that? Uh, <laughs> but, um, so 
you know, again, it's um, something that I have to be really uh, upfront about is my energetic capacity. Mm -hmm. That was like the only part of building a team that I was nervous about because I didn't want my, um, not even distance, but my um, accessibility to, or lack thereof for, for some team members. I didn't want that to come across as, oh, you know, Jordan up in her ivory tower, like the CEO, I can't talk to her, right. like, blah, blah, blah. and I had all these stories in my head and it's not that at all. It's literally like, I only have so much capacity. There are now 20 of you. Um, and so if all 20 of you are coming to me constantly, like the ship is going down because I can't possibly like have that many conversations and be pulled in that many directions while also making sure that everybody's livelihoods are paid and taxes are done and all those things. Right. So that was the one thing that made me nervous about having a team, but I have found that, you know, there's cadence um, between each of, you know, each of um, Chrissy, Alice and Trina on the call, as well as other team members. Um, but there's also like so much power in their individual relationships with each other. And I know that like, I totally trust like when Trina's handling something or Alice is handling something or Chrissy's handling something like, I trust their intentions. And like, even if they make a mistake, I still know that they gave it their best shot, just like I would. Um, and that's fine. Right. And everyone is going to make mistakes, including myself. So I am not here to sit up with a microscope and, oh no, um, sit with a microscope and like try and find mistakes and all that stuff. Like everyone on the team is going to have their own path and their own way to figure things out. And I let that happen, which most CEOs and friends of mine, I wouldn't say necessarily do um, because they are, are, um, are strong holding and white knuckling uh, their team. And I just found that that was never actually that helpful. And so I've loved being able to see like when Alice is like, yeah, yeah, I talked to Trina about it. And like, we figured it out. Or like Chrissy's like, oh, I talked to Alice and we figured it out. That's music to my ears. <laughs> Um, and whatnot. And again, it's not because I don't want to, uh, to be involved. It's just that like, we have a very async autonomous kind of culture. And so if y'all can figure it out more power to you, that's one less thing that I have to worry about. So that's, that's what I've been really grateful for in that, in that vicinity. No, I, I like that a lot because most people, what I'm hearing these days is that this aspect of delegation, how people can't, it's like a tight hold. But again, it's uh, this trust factor of what I'm seeing with your team is that you got you got to go all in, right? It's no like in out, it's no hopscotch. I'm going to trust Christy 110%, you know, or, you know, it's not. So even for like Christy, from your perspective as a PM, right? And I know this because that's my background too. Like, you know, you're, you're running the things, you're the ships, you know what I'm saying? They're sailing at the same time. What is your communication style? How are you collaborating? How do you support the folks when you need to like, we gotta get this done, folks? <laughs> you know, I just cry. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't, I don't. Um, no, I I think one of the things, one of the best things I've heard um, from a new hire because I, I did their 30-day um, performance evaluation review, whatever you want to call it. And one of the things that I love that they said about us is that we hire people and 
you know, Jordan has built this incredible team before I, I joined where the people were phenomenal. And I remember the one question I asked her um, in my interview, I was like, what's one word that you would describe your team? And she said, uh, honestly, excellence, because everybody just performs at just an, at this excellence that you just can't, you can't compete with it. And I was like, uh, okay, am I hired? <laughs> and I, <laughs> I think that that alone, because of the fact of the culture that she already instills, like just in the interviews and the people that she's hired and like built like the foundation has really helped being able to communicate or allow me to communicate with people easily. Like, you know, I can communicate with Trina and Cole and like all the coaches easily. And I mean, there's just this great energy that we have knowing that there's this common goal. Well, at least for me is to conserve Jordan's energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, cause e- even more so I I've always, and I've told everybody this, like over communication is the best communication. That's just kind of the, my motto. And so like, I, I know that Jordan, I guess I could say that I proved myself to Jordan, not that I had to, is that I, I would say, Hey, this is happening. Just want to let you know, this has happened. And she's like, Oh, okay, great. Or I would say, Hey, this needs your decision. Here's A or B pick one or one or both or none and making it super easy. So she can conserve her energy to do bigger and grander things. And then even then trickling that down so that the rest of the team knows. So that way we're communicating so efficiently, like efficiency is, is the key here. Um, that it's easy. Like I say, quote unquote easy. And I say it very easily or like hesitantly because, um, we've been, I've been lucky to be in this position to, to kind of see that. So I hope that answered your question. (laughs) No, it does. It really, no, it really does. And I I just like, like, um, you know, what you really said, especially about, um, just being able, you know, like that new hire about like, you know, you're hiring people like that's, that's so important. That's so important. Um, and then this aspect of the easy communication, because it's the common goal that's getting everybody in sync about what needs to happen. So I'm, I'm pretty sure for, for Alice, you know, since you, you know, one of the vets in terms of you, you know, being, you know, you working with some, you know, so many different folks, like, you know, how do you also, in your role and position, because now you you also do growth in partnership. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Kind of for a second. There we go. Oh, no. no okay. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um, so from your perspective, right, in terms of the communication piece of it, how have you, you know, what areas have you grown in that? Like, you know, tell us about like, you know, just a, just a little day in the life, right? Just a little day in the <laughs> life of how, of how you go about uh, accomplishing the mission. Yeah, I would say definitely um, as we grow and knowing that the common goal is like Christy was saying, conserving kind of Jordan's energy and it becomes, it makes us become all probably than we would have been because <laughs> we're constantly working that. together to be like, you know, what from your angle, um, X, Y, and Z on whatever topic it is and just, um, you know, working with as much information as we can together to kind of be able to keep Jordan out of the weeds and be able to keep things as high level um, with her as we can. But um, I would say with that, we've um, uh, definitely, hopefully you can edit this out because I just forgot what I was going to say. (laughs) 
It's all good. It's all it's all good. But no, I I think this aspect of conserving energy is crucial. And listen, like the the first time I had heard about it, maybe I had already, but it was said out loud in one of our our breakdowns from the virtual conference. We were doing something, and I think it was I think it was just like a post event wrap up, and I think it ended early or something like that. And someone, I think it was Christy, that was like, "We're gonna stand by. We're gonna have the link." Um, and what did you, you said it, you said it so distinctly. They're like, I think Jordan may want like five or 10 minutes to conserve energy. I think that's what you like said. And I was like, oh, you know, like in my mind, but you know, I mean, you guys have gotten to know me. So it wasn't like it. I, I, it wasn't shut off. So I was like, but it made a lot of sense. So Trina, I see you as the gatekeeper of the energy. What, yes. energies, <laughs> what, what energies can get to Jordan and what energies can't. So how do you navigate that? Um, I have worked in email doing customer service my whole life, just in, from the old jobs that I had, I was always, you know, in the front line of email and I like interacting with people that way. I just like people and I can read people as well. <laughs> so many times I will, you know, try to slow something down and make sure that it doesn't impact I don't want negative impact on Jordan. So what I do is kind of, we've come up now with um, a form in order to request, you know, time with Jordan so that we can take a look at it, make sure it's the very best fit, make sure it doesn't conflict with any other appearances that she has going on or any of the, um, you know, the promotion periods for those other um, appearances. That way, I struggled for a while because it was all up here. <laughs> now that we have the form, I can sit and I can look at it and kind of wrestle through everything and kind of figure out if I think it's a good fit for her. If I am truly just unsure and can't make up my mind, I will go to her, but it'll be like, hey, do you want to do this? Yes or no? <laughs> And I give her the headlines and let her answer. So um, that way I'm not bugging her about every single one because I think I have a very good handle on Jordan's personality, system save me um, culture, and the other businesses that are very good fit. No, I think that's I think that's awesome, Trina, because I'm sure the things that you get, you, they could get you sitting up there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Be like, I know you wanted X. But here I am. <laughs> yes, yes. And so people, it still, it amazes me that people can know, well, maybe they don't know. I don't know if they don't follow us. That we have so many people now and that Jordan isn't in the email anymore. It's me. It's like, hey. <laughs> so, I'm not. And so her picture's still on there. And so people are like, no, it's Trina. <laughs> Sorry. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and going back to Alice, because I, you know, I definitely want to hear more just from you in terms of your uh, growth and partnerships role, you know, in terms of the the energy management piece, but also the fulfillment of the mission. Like as we grow, um, I feel like kind of circling back to the conversation on um, energy management and talking about um, kind of uh, at keeping things on like a need to know basis. So um, while we're working a lot behind the scenes um, to kind of make sure that we're problem solving and keeping things, um, you know, as out of Jordan's ear as you can, it's kind of the same externally and within the team because it's like 
as we grow, there's so much information and we could all only hold so much. Um, and it seems like I know our team at System Save Me is a bunch of like fact finders. We want to know every single thing that we can. And we tend to attract a lot of the similar similar types of people. And so really just kind of keeping things on a need to know basis. So giving people exactly as much information as they need to contextually kind of be in the loop, um, but not any more so to kind of take away or confuse um, from kind of their role. So just keeping that communication tight as we grow, I would say is something that we've all kind of been committed to, but I see it reflected internally and externally. Oh, no, I think that's, I think that's crucial. I think as someone that um, has navigated and I am someone and it's the, it's the relational part of me. Yeah, just go ahead and just buffet it. Like, but again, but consciously, if you're looking to get stuff done, you don't need to know all the things. You just need to just pull back. Jordan, I want to ask this question about, about done in a day, right? Because this, 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 movement it's not just a group coaching program it is a movement that has ballooned right when you were looking in terms of knowing how to to grow that program when you first started back in in march 2020 you knew that you needed a coach you mentioned before right because you wanted that but then were were some of the the plans for the program as you started to navigate that piece of it yeah for sure i think that again most people who or a little more risk averse, uh, you know, kind of hires one person and maybe a couple months, a little while later, like they'll hire another person. And I knew that, again, my style of onboarding orientation is like, we got to batch it together. Cause if I have to do this, it's energy management, energy conservation, like the, the theme of this call, apparently of this podcast. And um, so I've always had to kind of like do it in twos or threes. So that way it's like, okay, I'm able to, to say what I need to say. And I say it once <laughs> um, and, and leverage that. And I think too, that knowing like where you're going, like if in March, 2020, you would have told me like two years from now, you're going to have 20 people working for you. I'd have been like, mm -hmm, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. Um, <laughs> uh, I would have been really freaked out, <clears throat> but because at that point I didn't even have employees. Um, and, but at the same time, I knew that we were going to grow at a pace that was going to require consistent hiring. And that's not every month, um, and whatnot, maybe not even every quarter per se, but, but I knew that, that it was going to happen at least a couple times a year. And I think for me, I really had to, um, give myself grace because two with, with hiring is, is turnover, the ugly side of hiring. Uh, it's not fun still not fun to this day. I don't like it. I will never like it. Um, whether it's turnover because they leave or whether it's because I let them go, it's not fun. I don't, that's a part that I do not like. Um, it makes me uncomfortable. I get anxious about it. Um, however, you know, as, as wonderful as our team is and as Christy and Alice and Trina have expressed it is to them, that also doesn't mean it's the right fit for every person. And that doesn't make me a bad leader or a bad um, boss, quote unquote, or anything like that. It just, you're not going to hit it on the mark every time. And I think people think of turnover, um, they internalize it a lot. And sometimes there is reflection you need to make uh, and whatnot. And I absolutely have, have done that myself. And it doesn't mean that all of a sudden you need to just like shut it down or like go back to being a solopreneur because a few people have decided that you're not the place that they want to work at anymore. And, you know, that a lot of entrepreneurs are people pleasers. And 
you have to kind of flex this muscle of recognizing that, again, maybe you are just the company of them for that season of life. And that's totally okay. Like that does not mean any that you have to change a ton of stuff about your business just because this person was there for a month, a year, five years, however long, like that's totally okay. And turnover is going to happen. Uh, and so just, you got to sit in that discomfort a little bit, um, because the reward is greater. Like, again, if I would get discouraged about the very first person that left really our core team, we, that would have been six months into done in a day. And none of this other stuff would have happened if I had let that hurt as much as it really did like a lot of stuff would not have happened. So I think that um, as a leader, flexing the muscle of like opening up your company, like it feels very vulnerable. It's like, here's my whole company and here's like my team and here's, you know, I share revenue numbers and here's all this stuff. And like, I'm opening myself up to you. You know, I'm paying for your livelihood. This is really intense stuff. Um, and so it can feel sometimes like being taken advantage of. It can sometimes be ta- perceived as you know, um, a lot of different things. I've heard a lot of things from different people in terms of how they make it themselves feel about it. But for me, I just, I go into it, even with Christy, Alice and Trina as upset as I would be. Um, so please don't. Um, but, (laughs) um, you know, I, I would also recognize and honor the fact that like they're their own human. Like they are not here just to fill a gap for me and my company. Like they have a whole life that is completely separate from me and our company. And if it better is serving them to go be somewhere else or try a new project or whatever the case is, then I recognize that and and, and I'm happy that they've come to that realization because two, if they just stick around because I don't know, they're comfortable or whatever, but really they want to be somewhere else, that's going to show up in the company. Um, so I would much rather, again, as, as hurtful as it would be, I would much rather them raise their hand and say, Hey, this is how I'm actually going to be served moving forward. And it's not going to be in this company, you know, that that's okay. And I've had that happen previously. There definitely are people from my team that I'm like, Oh, like I really liked you. And, um, I wish you were still here, but it's all good. Right. Um, that that's what I think people need to get comfortable with is, is, uh, not taking it as internally and recognizing that while it does feel intense to open up your whole business, it's very vulnerable it also doesn't mean that if somebody moves on that you need to shut everything back down and, you know, shut everything like a, like a clam, I guess. And, um, and just not open yourself up to, to more wonderfulness, right? Like Chrissy's our third project manager. Um, we've had several coaches come through here, um, and whatnot. And like, it all has led up to where we're supposed to be in this moment as of today. And so, you know, I, I wouldn't change anything at this point. I think that every person that's been on our team has helped us in some way, shape or form, even if it was for a short period of time. And so I'm grateful for that and and wish them well, every single person. And that's, that's, that's great. And I think that the two biggest takeaways is number one, you know, Christy, Trina and Alice, you ain't going to go nowhere. Okay. I'm a, I'm a DM you myself. I'm going to say, I'm going to need you to rethink this. <laughs> And then number two, but number two, on, on a, you know, getting uncomfortable with the, you know, the, the behind the scenes of leadership about the things that, you know, aren't, aren't as great, aren't as fun, right? Transitions, um, how to handle conflict. And even with that aspect of conflict, I'm imagining that, um, and again, let's, let's also define it. Conflict's not a bad thing, but 
internally as a team, how have you guys like addressed it? Like, how do you guys, you know, if you, you know, you know, if, if, if Trina, you guys want to, you know, chime in on the aspect of conflict, what have you seen? And then how do you, you know, how do you go about that? Even if it's like difference of opinion. Tell the truth. I don't think we have much conflict. I was trying to think of, I can't think of any conflict. Um, So because I think it's because, oh, the other thing that Jordan does that she didn't mention, sometimes she'll give people personality tests as a part of the interviewing process. And um, I know that I did, I, I did go through it. And I think she knows in her mind what type of personality she's looking for. And if you test people ahead, you're better able to recognize a really good fit because I think there've been times where there's maybe been a drop in communication or a miscommunication, but I don't remember anybody, no clashes. There's no clashes. I don't, it's like I said, it's so different (laughs) from the way I worked for 27 years. This right. is my retire. This is my retirement job. Listen, <laughs> but that's but see that goes back to the earlier points about have, making sure that the communication is that much clear that there's a system for it. And then, as Christy said, it's that over communication that piece. It's that part. Yes. It's that part. Yes. See and Alice. Let's even talk with you know. It, it may not be conflict, but it may just be let's let's iron out some of our our perspectives on where we should land right how are you how do you guys navigate that in your roles I will say like it it goes back to the point of just the consideration that Jordan hires people and making sure that they're a good culture fit because I I think to play onto what Trina said like there, there's not a whole lot of conflict. There are disagreements like I've disagreed with people on the team before and but, you know, it, I think it's the definition of disagreement and what people tie to it, because although Alice and I might disagree about something, which I, I think we did like in Arizona, and it was only the only reason I remember it, because I was triggered by the word disagreement and be like, oh, she disagrees with me. Maybe she hates me. And it wasn't that at all, because I, you know if we have disagreements, it's like, oh no, but this is my opinion and this is why. It's it's an understanding piece um, versus the conflict. So if there is a quote unquote conflict, it's just, it's a misunderstanding of where people are coming from and then just opening up that communication so you can hear each other's side saying, no, this is where I'm coming from. This is why I'm doing it. And then speaking out of love because, and I think that's what Jordan does from the top down. Like she speaks out of love for anything. Like it, for instance, if I, if I make a mistake, she's like, Hey, just remember next time I really loved this to happen because, because X, Y, Z. So that way I understand where it's coming from. I understand the expectation. And I also know that Jordan doesn't hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yes. Yes. Alice. I feel like too, it's like we're, we're to remember that we're all marching toward the same goal. And so any disagreement is just like a little bit of a different view of how we thought we were getting there. Um, and so I think as we continue to grow we're like just me and Jordan or just me and Jordan and a handful of people, it's like, there are so many different people with so many different opinions. And so coming back to those team development sessions we were talking about, it's like, that is a good way to learn about people. It's like, how can we communicate best with this individual so that if almost like preventatively. So again, 
conflict hasn't really been a thing <laughs> for us. Um, I, I think that that trickles down from the top too. Like there's kind of a, there's, it's not a scene for drama. So I just can't envision that being created, but as more and more opinions kind of come in and more positions are created. Um, yeah. I think having those preventative kind of sessions where we all get to know each other, understand how each other can be communicated with best and just kind of making it so that it's a, a no drama workplace and yeah. all marching toward the same goals. Yeah, no drama for your mama, no drama. Like, <laughs> very low tolerance for drama. I I think that everything I agree with everything that that Christy and Trina and Alice have said, you know, as as I've been in business, it's you know, there's I've definitely had some disagreements um with people who've left the company, people who are still here. And, um, and it's interesting because even if someone leaves the team and it was in a, I don't know, not so great way, um, they end up coming back and apologizing, um, like a couple months later, um, and, and whatnot, because I, I recognize that, um, you know, if they choose to leave the team and in the way they decide to choose, choose to leave the team can say a lot. Um, and, you know, again, I try not to take it personally because people live lot full lives without me that have nothing to do with me and so I try to give them the grace that that I would want and so you know if there are conflicts and disagreements I will absolutely say if I did something wrong if I said something wrong if I didn't accurately communicate if I was too direct if I was too prickly um which I've had to apologize for my whole life because I'm a very direct person that's a that's a question we ask in hiring (laughs) how are you with direct feedback? (laughs) Because it's going to be very hard for me to like fluff around the edges when I give feedback. Like I would rather just like nip it in the bud and say, Hey, what happened here? And then they're like, this is what happened. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, how are we gonna make sure it doesn't happen again? Like, great, move on. I like literally it just, it lifts. Like when I'm able to just have that direct, like boom, boom, pow, I like forget about it. Like it just, it leaves my brain. But if it's like fluffy and light, then I'm like, did they get it? Am I going to have to ask more questions later? And then it becomes an anxious cycle for me. So it's, it's been really nice to have a team that does come from love first, every single person here and, and on the team, like we very much care and we really want it to be a, a workplace that we all enjoy. And so no one is really looking to start stuff because we do spend a lot of time together, quote unquote, um, you know, remotely. And, you know, with, with work being one of the places you spend the most time with, none of us are really trying to add more, uh, more hassle in any of our lives. So, you know, like Alice just wants to go to her, you know, her, what were you paddle boarding or what were you out Surely, at some point, I was doing this thing. I I love that. Doing amazing things. Trina is out living her best life in Mexico with her vegan meal plans, and Chrissy's having spa days and Disney trips and all the things. And like, I want that. And like, I've always wanted team members who are like, "I'm gonna go do this other thing that has nothing to do with your business." Like, awesome. I want you to have a life. Like, I do not. We do not need a bunch of people who are gonna stay up late at night like I do and like stress out about the business. That's not necessary, right? Like, and you know, now more and more, uh, I don't have to do that because we're at a, we're at a very different place. But I think that, like, to to want your team members to be as obsessive and as focused on the business as you is actually just not healthy. Like, it's just not where team members can thrive, and where they'll be sustainable, and where you do see heavy turnover. And if that's the case, then yeah, you need to kind of look and, and see how how things are being 
how the people are being treated and how things are being delivered. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, you know, I liked the, the few points that were just touched upon. Um, one about the personality assessments, um, knowing also the direct feedback. And so when you are looking to hire, you know, cause usually when you, when there's an announcement put on, it's like virtual black Friday and you like, it's just the, I can imagine Trina looking at inbox, like we're hiring it. It's just like, so you're starting this process, Jordan, you already know the, the, obviously the position, but then you already have the team members in mind. So what else goes into the deciding factors of bringing somebody in? That definitely team culture is becoming more and more important because it's less about like, we cool, like we're going to get along. It's like, there's 19 other people that are going to be involved now, <laughs> like not just me. And, and a lot of times, you know, I'm, I'm not, um, Christy's doing a lot more of the training and onboarding than I am. So, and, and I, at first I was hiring a lot of people that were very similar to me, um, naturally, right? Like that, that bias happens where you're just like, oh, like, I like you. And it's probably because we're similar in this way, shape or form. Um, and I recognize that that is helpful in some ways, but then also you need to kind of even out kind of all the different spectrums and, and perspectives that you need in business. And so I've actually found that it's better for me not to be in the hiring process. Um, and Trina and Chrissy do a really great job. Um, of, of handling that. And because they're, I found that, I mean, especially these three here are very protective of our business. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say maybe more than me, but they're pretty dang close. Um, and so I know that they're not going to bring somebody in here who is going to be, you know, causing havoc and, and hogwash. So I find that the less I actually am involved in stuff, which again, you kind of have to check your ego on, um, the less involved I am in stuff, uh, the better my business has become. Because again, why do I need to have my my fingers and everything, especially if I trust my team? Like if I trust my team, then there's, it is about my ego and I'm making it like unnecessarily complicated or whatever the case is when I've already given the blessing to all of them to go and be great. I don't even check the social media stuff that Alice be posting. I, I have no idea what's being posted at any given time. I'd be scrolling <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I love this post. And I'm like, oh, of course I do. It's mine. Um, you know, and like, why would I like get involved in some of these things? And and um, so when it comes to hiring, I do look for somebody who is a bit autonomous, um, tends to uh, take initiative um, and really like is, is somebody who values um, kindness as well. That I, I think that's such a undervalued thing, but I would, I would say everyone on our team is genuinely a kind person. Um, and, and that shows up in, in a, in every position. So, you know, find those values again, potentially you may not need to even be involved in the hiring process, depending on where you're at, you know, um, in the number of employees that you're hiring. Uh, I've, I found that to be uh, pretty valuable because I've, I've, I've paved the way I've, I've hired enough people and, and Chrissy, Trina and Alice have seen who I've hired, who's worked, who hasn't worked, et cetera. So they, and they're like, quote unquote, more involved than I am at this point. And they know more of what's going on than I do. So they're going to actually have a better, uh, lens when hiring than I am because I'm gonna be like this she seems great and they're like dude like 
she I don't even know Chrissy found somebody that like had all these typos and I was like oh my gosh I love this person and Chrissy's like <laughs> no Jordan like there were so many typos <laughs> like you just skipped over them I was like oh sorry never mind <laughs> um so yeah that's what I found <laughs> Oh, I, oh, I love that. I think that's that, that's really good. Um, and I think this aspect, again, comes up, you know, in, that, in what's being built and people understanding the vision and people understanding what the goal is. That's so profound. That's so profound. All right. We're, we're getting to the last leg um, of the interview, folks. You know, folks, you know, we're not trying to go too much into OT. Okay. Um, but uh, I, I, I definitely want to touch on is um, this aspect of SOPs and teams. So there's this question of, you know, do I hire first or do I develop the SOPs? Can you do both at the same time? What are, are these thoughts and opinions on this? Trina, yeah. I, mean, I know they all have their opinions and, and they've all come in in a variety of, of aspects. At this point in my business, I have come at peace that there's always going to be something changing. And like, it's never just going to be like, all right, I can sit back and just like bask in how all of our systems <laughs> are working and all of our SOPs are written and everything is like going smoothly. Like I've, I've let go of that, um, that possibility. And not to say that it's, it can't be achieved. However, there's so many moving parts and especially with our fast growth company, you know, we, we three X in a year. Um, which is a lot from, from about 429 K to about 1.2 million. That's a lot. And it was messy and I allowed it to be messy because that was, was, was necessary in order for growth to happen. And so now as a company, we still are, are growing and, and whatever else, but you know, we, we have a lot more space for people to be checking out processes and like going back and building a lot of the things that couldn't be built because I was the bottleneck, if I'm being real, but also like, oh, we've changed software and to better software that's going to sustain us for this area of business that we're in. And so we, you know, I don't want to be making SOPs all the time when we're constantly moving um, because no one enjoys that, <laughs> including me. So uh, that's something that is big for me. So I don't feel like you need to have all the SOPs in place um, in order to hire. Is it helpful? Absolutely. Uh, but I, I would say, I mean, definitely Alice did not have SOPs coming in. Trina, may have had a few and Christy had some um but definitely we've made all sorts of shifts since she's come into there so <laughs> I wouldn't say for any of them that they've like had a playbook to just like open up and be like all right start at page one <laughs> you know right so open to their opinions all right Trina um the SOPs oh my goodness Jordan you haven't seen mine in a while because Christy does that now I have a million <laughs> <laughs> and appreciate her because it's hard for me to stop doing the things that I'm doing and trying to track and keep track of and change gears and do that because I'll record a loom video a million times. And so I, um, I finally, Christy really pushed me at the end of the year and I have so many, I just did one today. And um, so they're all there and, um, you know, it'll be in the middle of something and I'll go, oh, we don't do that anymore. And I have to do a new one. But I don't mind it so much because now that we've hired someone who can cover a lot of my duties, um, 
she really needs that. And so it's, I understand the urgency now. So I've been really kicking them out because I'm all over the place. Everybody has a specialty, but I'm all over the place. <laughs> so uh, I appreciate now that I dug in and really worked on it. I appreciate all of the SOPs and being able to take time off and not feel like I'm, you know, cursing someone else to have to figure it all out. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Christy. Well, I, I <laughs> so I, I love SOPs and a lot of the SOPs that we had, um, were definitely helpful, but uh, some were very outdated as Jordan was saying, you know, when, when I came on, there were so many things that were changing and they're still changing to this day. But of course, as, as a PM, or at least in my mind, anything that changes and I'm like, write an SOP for it right now. Like, that's it. <laughs> so like Trina and I were just talking about a process today and I was like, Hey, can you make an SOP on it? it it'll like take you two minutes. She's like, yeah, okay. Um, now that she's better, because let me just tell you, I, I have to sidebar a bit because, um, Trina works very hard. She works like she's the real MVP, uh, with systems that save me. And so when I found out that there was no SOPs like for her role and I'm like, Trina, do you like ever take off? And she's like, I mean, no, not really. And I'm like, all right, we're creating all these SOPs so you can have a vacation. Like, come on now. And um, which is why now she has all these SOPs so other people can do it. But I I think I don't necessarily think that SOPs are needed um, when people are, when you're first starting to build a team, because I think you, you build that, you build that as you grow. Um, you continue to change. I think now, especially in in the phase that we're in now for Jordan's business, uh, yes, SOPs are super helpful because we, we're trying to make things autonomous, streamlined and everything like that. But when you're starting a business, I mean, enjoy the highs and lows, build the SOPs as they come and you know, know that they can change and that it's never set in stone. And that's um, you have people who can create them too. It's not just a one person job. Anybody can create an SOP. They're, they're living, breathing documents, right? They're like your, uh, your debit cards, your credit cards, right? They just, they just go with you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. Alice, what, what, what is your take? What is your take? Well, like Jordan said, uh, when I came in, like we kind of, one of the first things we did were like create <laughs> SOPs for all things content. And so I feel like I've been kind of cruising, having a very, like pretty much the same SOPs for a while now, as far as what my bread and butter is related to. Some we're kind of rewriting every time the virtual conference comes along when we make shifts as far as like affiliates and different things like that. Um, but I'm also realizing now that I'm speaking <laughs> this out loud, uh, having uh, some new support coming in after virtual conference in a couple months, I'm going to need to make sure that all of my SOPs are up to date because I'm pretty much the only person following them at this point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, got to make sure that those are easy for someone else to follow. Next step. No, there you go. Those, those <laughs> digital, those digital footprints that you got, that you got going on. So I love this. All right. So we're coming up to the last question. And um, so for, for our listeners who, who are not familiar, so System Saving has a 
fantastic uh, conference that they hold twice a year um, called Done in a Day Virtual Conference. It's fantastic. You know, you know, you get to hear from so many dynamic speakers all on, on this aspect, this concept, really this genius concept of being able to, you know, you got a special skill set, you got something that you do that to package it in one day, three to six hours, and voila, you have this transformation, a high ticket pricing, but there's so much more um, to it, right? Um, and that's a totally different type of uh, conversation and podcast getting into that. But at each conference is the, the speakers, the keynote speakers. So the question is, if you could have anyone at a future done in a day conference, who would it be? And, and with that person, what VIP day would you want them to create? Oh man, uh, this is such a good one. Um, a couple of people I really admire. Um, I think it would be interesting whether it was either like a Oprah or Gail King, someone who's a really great interviewer, even maybe like Barbara Walters, like someone who created a VIP day on how to ask really great questions. Because I think that question asking is such a, there is an art to it. <clears throat> and, um, there's, you know, you can watch all sorts of interviews and some of them you're like, dude, I literally don't care about whatever any of these answers are. And then you watch like really juicy interviews um, that are, you know, um, exclusives or, you know, the time person of the year, whoever it is with Baba Walters, like they have a finesse about with question asking that I always admire. And I'm a, actually a journalism major um, in college. And um, so is Alice. And um, we, I've always admired people who can ask really great questions. And so I think if it was like a, you know, don't think, I don't know if we'll ever get to that point where it's like Oprah Gail King talking about their VIP days. <laughs> However, um, I would love if they had a VIP day that I could personally purchase um, sometime in my lifetime where I get to learn like how they ask really great questions and how they come about and, and, um, and create really great interviews. That would be very interesting to me. Oh, that's phenomenal. That, and that would, that would be great that I've conceived that waitlist being out for like five years. I guess, <laughs> I guess that's a, right. I love that. Um, Alice, what about you? Who would you like to see and what type of VIP day would they have? Gosh. Um, I feel like I, the answer that immediately comes to mind, we'll go with this, um, is my friend Michaela, because I have been talking to her about VIP days for a while. I think she's, she's a designer. And um, so I would love if someone that I've been talking to about this whole thing for over a year now came full circle, joined the program, and then was a speaker. But we'll say that opposite of Oprah, someone that y'all don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. Come on. We need you. Come on, Michaela. <laughs> All right, Christy. I was kind of like on the lines of Jordan's. Mine was or is Amanda Gorman. Like she is um, the one who spoke at the inauguration. She was the poet. I mean, for her to be so young and just so brilliantly spoken with how she just speaks her truth and her demeanor and just just who she is and I, I would say just her VIP day would just be like how to it, instill that confidence with the spoken word so al almost like a like 
presenting or whatnot, but just with a spoken word, because I think any, anytime I hear her speak, I immediately become super confident being like, I can, I can do that. <laughs> being like, absolutely not, but I can do that every time she speaks. So I think she would be a, an amazing, um, guest speaker and would have an amazing VIP day. That would be amazing. That would be really exciting. That's a good one. What about you, Trina? What do you think? Well, you know what? I like the emotional side of things. And I think that's harder to do with a VIP day. So there's, and there's this one coach that I've actually gone through his course and I can't think of his name, but he's just very intuitive and connects with people well. Um, I would love to to even go through a VIP day from someone who does more of a personal development, emotional uh, type coaching, just to see what could happen with it, um, how it would be presented, how it would be structured and sold. And I'm sorry, he's online, but um, I can't remember. But yes, something that was really heartfelt that could help people move past problems or at least lead them in the right direction. Oh, I love that. Those are, these are some really great VIP days and speakers. Um, this is phenomenal. No. So you never know what's, what can happen. So um, I'm excited um, just for, um, for, for the future of System Save Me, um, you know, the talent, the impact that you are having with hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of people um, each year. And so with that, we are officially closing out this podcast episode. Um, thank you so much, Rena, Alice, and Jordan, and the also and the entire System Save Me crew, ones that couldn't be present, um, just for your time here today. This is another episode of Conversations with Ask Ash. Stay tuned for the very next episode, and we'll have all of their links in their show notes of where you guys can find these lovely individuals and follow them and follow their journey. Um, so we thank you guys, and we'll talk soon. Bye. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and follow Ashley on social media at Ashley Schuler underscore. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-H-U-L-E-R underscore.